Welcome to The Process. I'm Mary, your host. I'm a licensed clinical mental health therapist and holistic consultant. I'm here to show you that you're not broken. You're having a human experience, and that moment you want to give up, that's the moment you are in the process of change. This podcast will focus on how to manage our needs while in relation with others. Too much of today's psychology focuses only on the individual and seems to forget that humans are always in relation with other people and things around us. It's not a mistake. You are part of your environment and you are separate from your environment. It is both and, and that is where we will learn and grow together. Gentle reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be used to diagnose or replace care with a medical professional. All right, let's learn. Hey, how is your day being? How are you showing up? What feels? What feels? Today we're going to talk about the both and. The concept that two things get to be true at the same time. This is as simple as you could be trying really hard and have to try harder. Or it could be as tangible as thinking about dry ice. One, even the word dry ice, two things are true at one time. And it's a type of ice that if you touch it could burn you, which in and of itself doesn't seem that it should be true. Why even bother with a both hand? First, I even want to give you a skill set. For 30 days, heck, for 10 days, I want you to try to get rid of the word but. I think I talk about this actually in an episode prior, um, the one where I say it starts with it starts with us. So you can go back and get more of an explanation there. However, this concept of dropping the uh, but word in your life is going to really help you hone in on and be able to feel into that both things can be true at two different things can be true at the same time. Because when you put the and in there, it means conjoining, right? When would you use this? You're going to use this all the freaking time. Uh, Right now, I am, uh, I spent the morning with my children. I love those kinds of mornings. We went on adventures. We buy our food at little farmers. Uh, Maybe they're not little, but like little farm stores. And I went out and that's kind of a journey to get there. And the woman at the, if you want to call it a checkout, was like, do you have everything? And I said, yeah, I do. And then I got home and realized, no, I actually don't. I could be totally frustrated right now, and there is a part of me that is actually insanely frustrated that I am spending time driving in the car again, and also, it's okay. I am frustrated, and I am okay. Two things get to be true at the same time, because really, nothing bad is happening. I'm missing my walk. It is also freezing, and blustery, and... It's okay. When two things get to be true, it allows us to relax a little. Something I know about highly, I was going to say highly functional, but what I mean is highly responsible, high achieving women 
especially those who then enter into the mother role, you are so used to taking on all of the responsibility yourself. You don't even think about it. In fact, I don't even know that most highly responsible, highly functional moms would identify as such, which is, you know, um, because it is just who you are and there's nothing wrong with that. The frustration can come when we try to engage in relationships with other people. Sometimes it feels as if that other person should feel the same way we do, or they should have the same beliefs that we should, or they can, like if they don't, it somehow takes away from us. And when I slow down, and when you slow down, you're probably like, well, that's not true. Right? Like, it's not true. Like, people can have difference of opinions. Except when we engage in relation, what starts to happen is that we see the other person as a full extension of ourselves. And you are. That is an extension of yourself. And you're not. So how do you live in this space where... You are your own person and there is a direct correlation with this other person. And where do you stop entering into their space? I think a lot of women and men, quite frankly, who are highly responsible, they come to think that they're codependent. Now codependent in is when you completely need somebody else to function. But I see a lot of people code themselves from listening to podcasts or from Instagram or maybe even a therapist and and like, you know, maybe it was a medical professional. Except I think we're missing something, right? There's a, a, a tang, a tang, a little bit of codependency maybe actually I think it is this need to to do it is this overcoming overcome being overcome with this desire to completely like I got this I got this um it's independence right we taught young women to be highly independent we taught them to be high achieving boss moms And we taught them not to need anyone else. So now, somebody who comes into our sphere in a romantic relationship, it's not that we're codependent on them. It's that we don't know how to interact with them. And so we assume, well, if we're going to be together, then we have to be homogenous. We have to be the same. And that's not how it works. The secret of relationships is that you're not going to try to change each other. How do you actually be with each other? How do you actually engage with each other and allow each other to still be too independent? Because there's that word we love, right? Independent. How do you live into the both and in your daily life? Hmm. So you're probably thinking, okay, Mary, I'm starting to get this. Both and is when two things get to be true at the same time. What do I freaking do about it? Yeah. I know. What do you do about it? You're going to always start with observing. Just observe. Just focus on observing how often 
you are assuming that one thing must be the right thing. You might do this with your children. You might do this with your friends. You might do this at the job. And how can you go a step further and start to see what happens physically in my body when I am so stuck on that there's one right thing? And then if you really want to like hit a home run, which of course you do, start to see, okay, well, what else is here? And just start with that. The both and includes everything. I mean, we could even go into a whole discussion about happiness, right? So if we lean into this concept, the two things can be true at the same time. We also have to then understand that our definition of words are going to vary by person to person. I'm saying this to you to give you the ultimate freedom. If my definition of happiness is living on a farm in Ohio, having to drive 20 minutes to pick up cheese and eggs, then let that be my happiness. You then don't have to compare yourself to anything that I am doing. And I want you to know that as I'm saying this to you, I am also saying this as a reminder to myself because I and you don't get to override this being human part. And this being human part attaches to comparison. It attaches to like, well, if they're doing that, then should I do that too? Happiness for someone in the world is getting a goat. Truly, their life is complete. They have a goat. They have everything they need. Yours might be living in a high-rise apartment or being kidless and traveling the world or being the biggest CEO ever there was, whatever it is. Or it might be living in a hut and never talking to anybody. We, if we live into the both and, we start to see that there's so much more freedom. That perfectionism isn't some joint thing it is a self-definition of what is perfect to you what happiness is to you but we can only get there by starting to free our minds of these I don't know I, I had this like desire to say lies but it's not lies it's these beliefs we've held on to for years the thing about these beliefs is that at some point in our life these beliefs were protective things that we did. We evolved in such a way that we don't do things that aren't effective. It's kind of like what I was talking about in the last episode where we have judgments, right? We need to have some sort of common agreement or nothing would get done. If we didn't know, if we couldn't remember how to tie our shoes every day, we would not get very far. We would only get to that part of our day and then we would not evolve further to achieve higher level thinking our brain forms super highways so this belief you have at some point in your life was protective it served you the question now is again it's observing and questioning and reviewing and saying like do I still believe this to be true And if I don't, what am I doing with it? If I go back and think of the both and, 
then this belief that I must be perfect or I'm not good enough or I'm only valuable if okay and what else is here what disproves that belief which I guess is slightly different than the both and and I thank you for your grace and it's not because we're so hard on ourselves high achieving highly responsible people are so hard on themselves and it keeps us from being able to deepen into connection because we believe there is this certain expectation that we must always be upholding and if we don't the other shoe's going to drop and then what happens then nothing bad or maybe something bad but what if it's not actually bad the both and is an invitation to admit what's happening really in your reality it's a tool to look at what's really here I can love you and I'm not fulfilled in this relationship I can be excellent at my job and wish I was doing something different. I can love my children unconditionally and wish I got sleep at night. Again, this tool is going to give you permission to look at your reality and drop the freaking judgments already. Because until you can come into this moment and look at your reality, you're going to be stuck on this hamster wheel that doesn't change. And the process of change starts by looking at what's true. And looking at what's true can be hard. Because it's so easy nowadays to look at everyone else. Or just to not, right? Like, I play a silly game on my phone. I do. And I am not working through my stuff when I'm playing this game. I am totally zoning out. Or if I get caught up in the Instagram. Or even Facebook. I'm not working on my stuff. I'm not accessing this higher level thought I'm talking about. I'm being fed thoughts and that's okay. I'm not here to judge you or judge myself for that. It's the honoring of my reality that that is not actual time set, spent, setting myself up for success. So again, to recap and wrap up, Today, we're talking about the both and. It's the concept that two things get to be true at the same time. It's a dialect. That's the fancy word for it, dialect. So off the top examples, I can be working hard and still need to work harder. I can love you and not be satisfied in this relationship. I can like a clean house and accept that with young children, it may not be as clean as I would like. I can be at a job and be the best, whatever the job is, and not be satisfied with that job. Two things that are seemingly opposites can coexist at the same time. Neither one of them means that you are not enough or that you're not your version of perfect. 
Start to use this as a tool to observe what's really going on in your day-to-day and start to feel into your body on how these things feel when you let them just be true. Just observe them as if you were a scientist entering a new world, a new planet of you. Let me know over on Instagram at Mary M. Sanker or hop over to my website, either beandbeing.com or marymartina.com and schedule a consultation if you want to talk more about these concepts and how I might be able to walk you through them in real time. I do deep dive consultations, which is like a one-off session where you never have to talk to me again if you don't want to, and you leave with a written list of actual tangible items that you can do to start creating more sanity in your life. Other than that, I do have a group program coming out at the end of January, beginning of February, the last six weeks of winter to set you up for a wonderful year ahead where we go really more deep into these concepts and workshop them in real time in a group setting. This first group is only going to be open to five women. These five women are going, actually, I take that back. As I said that, I heard something different. Six women. Um six women because this is going to be a closed group in which I share this material even deeper than what will be on the podcast and the podcast is going to continue so have no fear you're going to get more free content the the group though is really going to be a closed group which we can workshop these in real time in a circle or a hive formation, if you'd like. Um, And I will be offering it at a discount and asking for feedback from these six women because um, I was just in my head, I had this like version of somebody like, we're going to take this show on the road. Uh, But I really want this material in this course, which is called Grit and Grace. I really want the material in this course to be someday like so common knowledge that it's like, why did she, like, she made a living out of teaching this? Like, oh gosh, like we just do this in our sleep. Um, that's like, that's my goal. I want this stuff to be so common knowledge that I put myself out of a job. Um, but maybe I need to, to word, word that a little bit different. So the universe still takes care of me. Okay. I love learning with you. Let me know other topics you might like, and we'll be back.